Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming yeah, to you live yeah, and direct yeah, with yeah. episode number. Oh, shit. God damn you, Dev. <laughs> God damn you, Dev. Oh, no, it's coming. It's muting. It's muting. There, there we go. go. <laughs> this is DJ Brainstorm once again on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct with episode number 141 yes, of the Drunk Mind Sober, Sober Thoughts podcast. The DMST boys are back again on a Sunday. Uh, thank you to everybody that is tuning in right now on that Facebook Live or who will be tuning in over the course of this next hour and 15 minutes. Everybody that's checking out the show throughout the week on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on the TuneIn Radio app or the Stitcher app, however, how I say it, every single week, wherever, however you get your podcast, we thank y'all for tuning in and rocking out with us again this week. Playboy, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D-A-D-J. I'm feeling good, man. It's a nice day outside, man. Yeah, nice and sunny. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a great week. 95,000 degrees in here. Right. but yeah. We'll take it, though. Yeah. That's you know. what's up. Dev, what's going on? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Feeling amazing. Mm-hmm. Great day. Um, we got OBJ, you know. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Olivier Vernon. We you did. Know, I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> we did. Feeling we did. great. All Anybody right. want some season tickets? I mean, uh, tickets to some games? Hit me up. I got you. I, I'm, I'm I tripping. Got you for I'm the tripping high. that. that Fuck you had you had literally. <laughs> you had literally sat there and said like, "Yo, nigga, we had a whole we had a heart to heart last week." I'm yeah. telling these niggas, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm full transparency. But it's true though. I'm gonna tell you why it's still true. I tell you niggas like, man, you know what, man? You know, I just want to commit so much to the podcast and to music because it's true though. <laughs> right. It's true. Like if I if it's football season, I might leave out the house eight nine in the morning, tailgate a little bit, go to the game, straight to the podcast, do the podcast. If we do something afterwards, I might be gone for 12, 13 hours, and I'm just like, yo, I just want to chill more. Then we traded for OBJ. Mm-hmm. And they was talking about four hundred percent increase mm-hmm. on 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 the re, on the, re, on the ticket, ticket sales, sale yeah. market. That's how I can do. <laughs> Shout out to you for being a real nigga because yeah. this is what you did. I yeah. text them niggas before two I did o'clock it. in, in the, the morning. morning. I said, I know y'all niggas still. I know y'all sleep, but I gotta renew my tickets. Dog. Yeah, because <laughs> you had just said you weren't gonna renew those tickets. Yeah. So, so shout out to you for being a real nigga. That, that's that's honestly redoing your season tickets. As opposed to just sneaking. Y'all are like, what? Dude, where no, you at? No, I was about to say, just because you got to take them and sell them. So oh, shout yeah. out to you for oh, being a real EC. I nigga. really only want to <laughs> really, go to the like the Monday night games, Sunday night games. I still don't want to go to any 1 o'clock Sunday games unless their first game of the year is a 1 o'clock Sunday game. No, Other we'll than that, I'll probably we'll try to sell a lot of 1 o'clock I think first game of the year is going to be a night game. In, I hope so. But anyway. Well, I'm talking about here at, yeah. at home. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll let you intro, I guess. Yes, yes. So let me just let me just real quick. I thought today you ever stumbled across something? I'm thinking that they do this like you know once a week or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I stumbled across the live, and you know, and I know Camille. I'm like, yo, uh, y'all want to come on the podcast? <laughs> the convo they was having was so dope. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to uh, Camille. And Jasmine, did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks for having so us. To, how, y- how y'all doing? We good. We, we good. good. Mm-hmm. Jasmine, we might have to scoot in on the mic a I'm happy bit. that you invited uh, yeah. us to come out. You okay. Know, yeah. We're excited. I know you had the podcast for a while, so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we excited to hear what y'all got to talk about. Y'all ready? Definitely. Because it's about to get straight ignorant. You're about to get real ignorant. We excited to hear what y'all got to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a lot of fun today. No, that's gonna be so fun. let's go ahead and go around the table. Playboy, how was your week? It was cool, man. Um, regular. Like I said, I work second shift. Kids, second shift. No life. So it was good, man. I can't complain. Okay. Camille, how was your week? It was good. It was good. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. Things are finally starting to pick up. It's like January and February has been slow as hell. So this week it started, well, this month really, but this week definitely started to pick up. So I'm excited. You said you're an entrepreneur, so what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I own a company called All Trace Janes. Uh, We are a website design and social media marketing company. Uh, we work with small businesses to help improve their reach online and gain them new customers. Okay. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Have a yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We got to talk about some things. Then. Yeah, yeah. Jasmine, what about you? How was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, just work and kids. I'm a paralegal in a law office, and I also own a collections company in Justin. Was that you calling me last Friday? <laughs> I only do commercial collections. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so you ain't scam likely on my phone. No, okay. I ain't scam likely. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all in all, it was a good week. Then we gonna have to have a cut. That, that's a hell of a. I don't even think anybody anybody's ever thought about you know. Uh, the own personal collections company. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's a very profitable business would, because everybody owes somebody, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. So, you know, if it's a doctor, whether it's a doctor or it's a attorney's office or a dry cleaners, mm-hmm. you know, if I collect from you, for you, I'll get a percentage of what you weren't going to get anyways. So, mm-hmm. definitely. All right. All right. Dale, how was your week? My week was amazing. Fabulous. So first, of, first of all, I, I'm not gonna be ignorant. Shout out to my my, my five year old. It was her birthday mm-hmm. on yep. Thursday. We had a had a party yesterday. Um, so you know she turned like I said she turned five. It was fun. This place called Kitty Jungle out in You know couldn't, couldn't complain. It was cool. All the little friends from school came. But whatever. Um, to the real stuff. No, I'm joking. No, I'm loving it to death. But uh, my Browns, man. It was just it was one of the greatest weeks of my life, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? People have been talking about it all week. We're going to mm-hmm. get Odell Beckham. I'm like, nah, we ain't going to get Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Got Odell Beckham, got man. Got him, in the, got him in the fold. So, so But whatever, man. It was yeah. a great week. Great week. I'm a huge, everybody, you know, listen to the podcast. And I'm a huge sports fan, huge Browns fan. And um, mm-hmm. that was a little life altering. Mm-hmm. That was a little life altering. So, but whatever. Okay. Shout out to that. Okay. My week was okay, man. I had a little bit of a disappointment this week because, you know, I interviewed for a different, oh, yeah, a different job. Or the interview actually went pretty well, but. They still they going in a different direction with whoever they're going to hire for the position. So it didn't work out, you know, the way I wanted it to. But, you know, like we always say, everything happens for a reason. So it is, it's just right. obviously not the job for me at this time right now. Right. You know, so we'll keep it moving. I, 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 anybody got something out there that uh, is paying like, you know, six figures? Uh, you know, you look up for somebody that don't have a bunch of experience. You know what I'm saying? You know, DJ Brainstorm, hit me up. So, Come to death no. row. And so, um, shout out real quick to um, before we start getting into everything. Too shout out to uh, uh, the Knights were in town. Uh, I, I know they were kicking it with Paco and everything last night, but the Knights were in town, so they made sure that they stopped up and uh, and said what's up to us yesterday. The Knights and Jones. So uh, uh, minus King K, King K wasn't with them, but. Yeah. But uh, so shout out to them for uh, for stopping through yesterday. We chopped with them for a little while yesterday. Uh, shout out to the brother BJ. He's here um, also today too. 
uh, we did some content with him earlier. Uh, we probably still gonna get some more content as we go on throughout the evening. Uh, so shout out to BJ, he's here. Shout out to Hayes, we just meeting him for the first time today. He's up from Columbus, so uh, we got some things we're gonna be talking post show. Uh, so shout out to the both of them for our, for being in town this weekend. Uh, so it's it's actually been a pretty good week. You know, we got some stuff accomplished, uh, getting more accomplished. Shout out to Taylor over in the corner too. She she mm-hmm. she she blew down on us today. Uh, she's uh, interested yeah. in getting into podcasts, and we actually met her at the event last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she she pulled up on us today. Mm. She's been chilling with us since about two o'clock. Seeing Somebody how we do things. Crazy dope opinions, man. It's going to be, mm-hmm. hopefully she sit down with us next week. Yeah. And we can, uh, you know, in the absence of our, of yeah, our so uh, traveling. Are, are we allowed to say that you won't be no. here, Playboy? No. Or, yes, oh, so oh. I'll, be, I'll be gone. Yeah. Play- <laughs> I'll be, just say that. Nigga be gone. Yeah, I don't yeah, give out destination. So, yeah, but, yeah, but Play, Playboy won't be here for, what, two weeks? A week. Just one? one. You just missed one Sunday? Okay. Uh, he can flew out to Dubai by a princess. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so playing in the Middle East, right. yeah. So, uh, Pax, so we'll actually have an open chair next Sunday, uh, and so we'll be looking for a co host for next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we host through Taylor over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely gonna need uh, somebody else to, to, to sit in that seat next Sunday. So, anyway, let's get into talking about some things. Shout out to everybody that's in that feed right now. Uh, make sure y'all speak. I see y'all signing in, but make sure y'all speak as y'all joining the feed. Um, What's going on right now? What's what's the what's one of the biggest stories that we can think of um, right now in this in this news? You want to go on the big story? I want to ask a question. Can I ask a question real quick? No, go ahead. Let's go. Why? <laughs> I'm off. I'm on one right now. I'm gonna just go right into it. Why can't women just tell the Jesus. truth? Jesus. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> right out the gate. <laughs> Off the bat. Why, why can't we just get the truth sometimes? Why men can't tell thing? the truth? That's the question. You know what? That's so, the let me, million dollar question. Let me explain where I'm coming from okay. before I get my head chewed off. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get into specific situations, right? So I'm going to try to use something hypothetical, but it's going to seem a little predictable but whatever yeah so let's say i'm about to go get something to eat right i'm i'm, I'm trying to get to the con i'm trying to figure out the concept i know it's impossible to figure your brains out but can i get like a, a percent of a understanding anyway or right, let's say i'm about to go get something to eat you're really hungry but maybe you're feeling some kind of way you know you got a little attitude or whatever i don't know so i'm like i'm gonna get something to eat you want anything to eat no i'm cool all right cool so you get in your car Turn on ESPN eight fifty. They talking about Odell Beckham. You driving to get something to eat? Right. Here come a text with just like, what is a order to the place you're going to? You know what I mean? No, like, no, like, you know what? I'm um, I am hungry. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? You think you can grab me something? Just you just slap an order into the text message. Why couldn't you just have said a minute and a half ago that you was hungry? She wasn't hungry a minute. Yes. <laughs> no, she wasn't. She wasn't hungry. And this is the thing. You already asked her. So she's just letting you know this is the order and you can get it while. But you said no way. already, right? And now it's a yes. Yeah. She sat at home. She thought about it. It you marinated know? for a minute. And she and now thought she about you food. coming home with a burger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then if she eats some of yours, you're going to have an attitude. Exactly. So you, you can't well. have my burger. Just okay. you so said you go ahead and get the burger and the fry. <laughs> Let's go. See, I, I will say this. In that situation, I believe that basically if you left and you asked her if she wanted some food and she said no and you left her to go get some food, I, know this was I think every man knows that yeah. you might as well just get her some That's food saying, any yeah. fucking way anyway. That's what I'm saying is predictable. I'm not saying that. I don't want to get into the specific thing because it makes me. But I'm talking about why can't it just be 
But why does that bother you? Just get the food. Because I just asked you a minute ago. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Like, you know your woman. <laughs> Right, uh, so like you know your woman, so you know for example like women. certain it's, it's, things. Don't say, uh, no, your your woman specifically, because see that's where me and get confused. Y'all think uh, all women are the same, uh, that we all think the same, we all operate the we're same. Just that's not true. Where different women at? We're just island. That's at. not true. Every okay, just like men, there's similarities, uh-huh. but at the end of the day, at the core, every woman, you know your woman. Mm-hmm. So if like he said, you know, you going to the store, you know she's going to either ask for a body your food when you get home. Because no. she says she's not hungry, but she really is. <laughs> or you might as well. You going to give up the burger. That's a 50-50 burger off top of it. Flat out. I mean, certain things are just burger. like predictable. So just save yourself the trouble when doing it. Yeah. And it wasn't that particular situation. I just don't be understanding like the, the, the blatant. Oh, it would even be in a situation where like. She was sitting around talking about how hungry, how much she's not hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be like a blatant, you know, like, why would you just be like, I'm hungry? Like, I don't don't even want to eat nothing. I ate all day, but I ain't even hungry. All right, cool. I'm going to get something to eat. You want something? Nope, I'm good. All right. It's a form of control. It's not control. Say it. It's not control. control. Because then when you lose the control. Right. Whoever holds the power controls the relationship. Mm. You know what? You know how you win that? You leave your phone at home. The key <laughs> is to leave your phone at home. No, for real. Like two things you gotta be prepared for: to either just get her some food anyway, or just get some of your food. Technically, fuck. We live in a we live in a world where one was almost president. Food. Get, just get some extra food. Get the extra food and then don't give it to her. Just eat it yourself. See how oh. that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. So, so that's in the feed already. What's up to Jerry? What's, what's up to Jerry? Jerry says she just signing in, and Dev already on one uh, already. Uh, so Leah said that maybe she just wasn't hungry at the moment. Yeah. So just pick something up if you like it. You know, she'll eat it. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what she was thinking. She uh, wasn't hungry at the moment, but now she's hungry. It's no realness so bring, in that though. Y'all y'all back. y'all know y'all tripping with no, that. No, but one. the thing is, we have to predict stuff about y'all too. True. Like, what, what, we have to read y'all minds too. It's a relationship oh. aspect. It's not like oh, women, we the only ones that are crazy. We mm-hmm. y'all crazy to us as well. I'm, you know what? Y'all Camille, crazy to us as well. You have just admitted it. Okay, so first. <laughs> I'm a realist, right? I feel like every woman has an ounce of crazy. You got to be, mm-hmm. especially as a black woman, right? Yeah. But it depends about how much crazy that person is and how she utilizes her crazy, right? That pound registers on a scale. You I'm hear saying. me? That is a pound. 16 ounces of crazy. <laughs> Bare minimum. I'm just saying. My five-year-old love her to death. Insane. <laughs> All women. They're just crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. All right. All right. I just... You know what? I got a question though. Mm-hmm. Since since you threw that question out, mm-hmm. I want to know if we're in the car mm-hmm. and we're driving this and be a you day don't know the this direction. Happens, this is a hypothetical right here. No, this is a hypothetical because uh-huh. I'm single as a, you know, I'm single. I don't got no man. But sometimes you but drive somewhere. This with is a nigga. what I want. Yeah, sometimes I drive somewhere with a nigga mm-hmm. too. So <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out <laughs> if we're driving and you don't know the directions. Mm-hmm. Why don't y'all like GPS? Like. Why are y'all so adamant about? Because we know where we're going. About, I know where I'm going. No, one. you don't. <laughs> number you don't one. Know? You don't know. Number you don't one. Ask. GPS only exists because a man gives them the direction. Number one. Forget the satellite. Let the, the lady talk, so, but the man type yeah, the directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know 
But every time I see the Google car, the Google Maps car is a man driving that car. Uh, <laughs> we ain't gonna never make it to the destination. But but to be honest though, but to be honest, I love I love my GPS. I I throw my my shit in GPS all the time. I mean I I you can't even I but can't do tell you. Do you do it in front of a woman? Yeah. Okay. My, my 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 lovely woman is sitting behind yeah. you right there. So she's there. She knows. I I use my GPS. I use it. Here. <laughs> no, I use I use GPS, but I use it on my phone. The problem gets it to like y'all want control over how we use it. I like to look down at my phone. Like if I know I got to hit this street for five point six miles, I know I ain't got to look at this phone for like ten more minutes. Okay, but we want to look at the phone to make sure you looking no, at it right. No, you need to now, make sure you now, looking at it right. Now to we, me, we, that we, goes to what Playboy was just saying. That's control right there. Mm-hmm. Like now, you want to look at the phone. Oh, this shit is about control. Okay. Told you. The phone is talking to us. Well, like we don't got to even look at it. Timbuktu, because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> or you didn't miss the turn. You didn't miss six. And now it's my fault you missed the turn. It said go six miles. We went ten. No, let me op- open it up. Let's see. <laughs> I don't want to die in the process. Control. <laughs> listen, listen, Janet made I a song about episodes it. Episodes of The Office on, while I'm driving. You hear me? Yeah. Dev <laughs> is an adamant TV watcher as he's as he's driving. I'm good. Yeah. But no, I feel that. I just. I just don't understand, man. I just, I just try to. I'm just trying to gain a little bit of understanding. A woman's brain is just the most difficult thing to figure out on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. People have figured out Rubik's cubes in ten seconds. You hear me? Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, I, I believe that a woman they don't they don't want to spell everything out. They want you to figure it out a lot of the time, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. <laughs> Why go through the drama? Just tell me what you want so I can do it. Mm-hmm. You should know already. I'm your woman. <laughs> That's okay. true. Though. That is true. All right. Since we have some, since we have a female perspective on the show today, let's let's keep this going a little mm-hmm. bit. I thought about something as we were um, recording some stuff with BJ earlier, and we were just having some different things going on. Uh, what's the difference um, to y'all as women between persistence and then pestering? Mm-hmm. Because you know what what, what what we were talking about when we were recording with BJ was something along the lines of. Uh, if you interested in someone, like like how much effort you're putting in, things like that. So, what's the difference between persistence and pestering? B- before the mess start, can I just give you the most chauvinist? I'm gonna be a chauvinist ready right for now. This. <laughs> can, I answer, can I answer this for the women? No person, me. Yeah. This is the most male chauvinist thing you ever said. I'm gonna answer this for the women. Well, you know. It's whether or not they like you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the question. Okay, okay, that's the question. Start with that point. If they like you, you can do whatever. You can, you know, knock at their door all day and night. If they don't like you, they'll try. I mean, but I feel like, too, persistence shows, like, how Stop. interested you are in me. Right? Like, now, become, like you said, now, for example, the situation with Cardi being offset, right? Mm-hmm. It got to a point where he had to pester her, even though he loved her. But mm-hmm. she, she was about to, he was about to lose his woman. She was mm-hmm. about to walk away. So at that point, I feel like, at what risk are you willing to take to keep the person or keep that person's attention for real? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel I do believe a large part of it has to do with the fact that if you, if I like you, mm-hmm. it's not pestering. It's persistent. You can blow my phone up all day long, baby. See. But I do. If I really like you, it's like, boy, then, you have to push on the block list. You'll like catch right that now. You, but, okay, so from, for me, um, if I like you, just like he said, you can't pester me because I'm going to be thirsty looking at my phone all the time, waiting on you to call, waiting on you to text, wanting to get, get with you. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just, you know, kind of like talking to you just because you're nice, then... <laughs> Do you, You're going to annoy me if you keep texting me all day because I don't really like you for real. I'm do you let him know I don't like you? You're Jasmine just nice. Will. 
Jasmine why, will let you know. Why wouldn't I? I'm, <laughs> okay, okay. You, I'm the nice one. You know, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna you know. say it in that many oh, words like I don't like you, you know, you're not my type. But I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna see where this is going. Like, okay, we're gonna see. Opposed to if I like him, be like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. What we doing, where we going? I need I need you. Okay. Right. But ultimately, uh, to answer the question, if she's not if she gets annoyed about you keep on texting her and calling her and trying to get with her, she don't like you, bro. She don't want you, bro. Mm. She don't like Back you. Up. Okay. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> I see Jerry in the feed. She says she thinks that persistence can become pestering. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I do too. But maybe it's, it's like y'all saying, it's, it's along those lines of stuff. If she's not into you, then it becomes a pester because she don't want to hear from you. You know what I'm saying? And so I guess... I guess sometimes it's me and you got to kind of get those clues sometime or whatever. You, can, you need to listen to it. <laughs> he said Offset is an American hero. That's the truth. That's the truth. No, Going on that stage, real. he was just showing his love for her. And he got her back. They was in Cancun two days later. Well, they was in Cancun two days later. She was on the back of the jet, jet, ski, jet ski two days later. Hmm. Well, I just heard somebody say real quick, don't disrespect somebody at their job. True. That's true. Women will disrespect you at your job. Yeah, <laughs> at your mama at your house. Mama's, yeah, I just put a sit at <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> face. See, look, she had. <laughs> I thought she was pulling she a razor out. God damn. She had to pause because she knows she's disrespecting somebody. So she's right in his mama's job. Oh, razor out. like, I'm not going to come up to your job, but your mama house? That's fair game. Because I don't like her anyway. Oh, The level of disrespect that's in that. Talk, though. She telling the, the truth. The level of disrespect. Why is it that. Oh, okay, that's. That's, that's going that way. What is it about when you're dating someone? Why can't y'all ever get along with the mama? Like, what is it? See, I, mama's like me, so I'm not the mm-hmm. one to ask the question. Oh, we go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I can get along. I, can, so I, I, I never had the issue. Mm-hmm. You I know mean, what? I, Being a mother, mm-hmm. I know, like, when my son bring over his friends, I be like, that one not your friend, that one not your friend. I like him. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing, you know, because you mm-hmm. know. So what you saying? So is, what I'm saying is, she probably be like, "Nah, she a little huzzy," you mm. know, or something like that. And then we automatically, we women, so we automatically got that she don't like me anyway. Mm. So now I don't like her, and it's not like you just off the back don't like somebody. You don't like me, so I'm not, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind of that. Uh, nobody's good enough for my baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Nobody's good enough. Are you got? You, you know what? Can I can like I answer that? that? Can I answer? Can I be yeah. honest? Mm. My mama told me. If you like her, I love her. If a mama don't fuck with you, hey, that's not true. He probably don't fuck with you. Uh huh. Yep. I'm just being honest. That's true. Yeah. Cause if my if if your mama if your mama gonna fuck with, cause at the end of the day, your mama wants you to be happy. And if this was some little nappy headed hussy from off 116 for some shit, like I don't know. If, I hope nobody heard my <laughs> But number streets in Cleveland, it is it gets real. There we go with yeah. that one again. I'm sorry. That's so, true. According according to the feed, according to the feed, Jerry number one, she said moms are trash. Oh my god. <laughs> god damn, Jerry. Oh mamas. Right. And then she said that message. Uh, then she said it's, it's only she said it's only the moms that coddle their boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's true. I'm definitely gonna be a coddler. Like oh. I think my son is the world. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's good enough for him. And it's only because, you know, that's how I really feel. So, you know, if I see a woman and, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, but I don't really, I don't know how I'm going to do that as, as far as letting him go and letting him be. You know, I'm not going to say nothing, but I'm going to definitely think it. Mm. But, yeah, so I'm going to definitely be a coddler. Mm. 
I think you setting them up for some bad days ahead. Cause, well, I ain't going to say bad days. So I'll take that back. That's too far. Uh, but I hope, hopefully that even with you doing that, he'll still know how to change his, his actions when he's dealing with women as he gets older. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes there are men who cannot separate their relationship with their mothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like no matter what. Yeah. They always got to go back to him for something. Or they, they always. And, and I, look, I love right. my mom. I mean, I, I like the advice she gives and stuff like that. But. I'm honestly the type of person that if I'm dating someone and like you say she don't like them, like that ain't going to automatically make me be like, all right, I can't date her or something oh, no, like not that. At all. Uh, but I will say, I don't think my mom hasn't really liked anybody I kind of brought home. So I think that would be a red flag if if I take somebody oh, home. she has. She's liked everybody. Huh? I'm about to say, so she's liked everybody you brought. Tia. Uh, <laughs> he trying, about to, he trying like, to start, he, he trying to start some problems. Well, let's get your coat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, my mamas usually know. You're right. Yeah. Mamas yeah, they, usually they, know. they do know. I, I, I will get yeah. it. Because they all think they sons of the world. So, if they accept some female, she probably is a good woman. Hmm. All right. I mean, my mama has always just been like, look, kind of like, you know, <laughs> you you love her, I love her. That's she, may, she may give her opinion, mm. but, you know, she always look at it from a positive standpoint. Well, you know, maybe y'all can work on this and this and that. It's your, your, you know, your relationship. You do what mm-hmm. you do. She ain't just like, oh, don't, don't bring over here for nothing to eat. Uh, you know, no shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mamas are protective when it comes to the boys. I Very get protective. it. All right, y'all. You got something along yeah. these lines with the. All right, so let's let's uh, you know, we didn't get that out the way. I just, sometimes I just gotta ask questions to females because you know, females. I don't know what planet. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. So are we are we switching it up? Yeah, we switch it up. Right, well, let me. Can I ask y'all one more? Mm-hmm. Can I get y'all opinion on this real mm-hmm. quick? Mm-hmm. What are in y'all minds the levels of dating someone? Mm. Like, what's 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 this progression? No, you go ahead. No, you know, because I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. At least no, you being honest, like. I used to think that the levels of dating was like you meet them and then y'all start, you know conversing then y'all like okay i think it's time to see each other mm-hmm. so then y'all see each other y'all start going out and then if it goes further and you can deal with them then you know y'all start you know kind of like acting like okay are we exclusive or what or mm-hmm. what are we doing but that was when before you know i realized that niggas is terrible <laughs> so Jesus. now Jesus. you know i kind of got like a you know i kind of got like a filter like my very first time I meet somebody, I'm like, okay, what's your name? What's your mama's name? Do you got a felony? How many kids you got? How many baby mamas you got? I know right then and there, and what you do. I know right then and there if this even going to go further, and it hasn't gone further mm. it, with nobody. So, yeah, so that's how you think. Now, now that's how I think now, but I'm sure um, Camille has a better answer. Cause mm. <laughs> Well, um, for me, I mean, it, I don't think, I think now dating, we talk about this all the time, like, yeah. there's really such a great area with dating. Like, I feel like as a woman, you have to set your own standard in the beginning. So for me, it's like, yes, we're going to talk. But like Jasmine said, within that first conversation, I'm about to see what you're on. Like, is are you just trying to fuck? Or is this something that you're really trying to work towards doing? Because for me, like, I'm not going to waste my time with somebody where I feel like we're not on the same page right now and it's probably not going to escalate to anything else and then my uncle told me something a few years ago that didn't stuck with me right mm-hmm. um, my uncle told me a man knows if he's going to date with you within the first oh, nine yeah. minutes of him meeting oh yeah, yeah. so but, my instinct is 
okay, if in this first five-minute conversation or 10-minute conversation, if I can already assess where your head is at, I'm more than likely I'm not going to waste my time. Listen, can yeah. I tell you the truth? Can, I, can we just be honest? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women be lying. But she got like a fat ass. She got nice lips. She got cute eyes. So you entertain this motherfucker in the hopes of fucking with her. But you know within the first five minutes if you take her serious, serious. Like, yeah. right. am I going to tolerate her to get some ass? Right. Or do I really? I'm just, but why did the conversation, am I, do I like her enough to date her? Like, why is it just, oh, do I want to tolerate her enough to get because some ass? Because we ain't shit. Just like That's y'all got y'all ain't shit. On it. That's why, what <laughs> you trying to do? What's your intentions? Yeah. You know what? The last time, I'm going to tell you this. But, the, but don't trust ago. a nigga with too good an answers. Don't trust a nigga with good answers. Because oh. they lie. Y'all lie so much. Because love super suck. Love super suck. Y'all are oh, but let me tell you, like, Oh, my God. Oh, it's in y'all boy. DNA. It is. Like, y'all can't help yourselves. Like, like y'all are lying say it's raining outside and it's sunny as hell. Oh, like, seriously. No, no, no. Like, no, oh, no. my daddy <laughs> is Michael Jackson. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I am related to Lazy Bone. Every nigga in, in the late 90s was related to Lazy Bone. <laughs> Crazy Bone, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, I just got to know your intentions first. I don't know, but I feel like as you got, I've, as I've gotten older, like, mm-hmm. the expectation, and I should say this, like, the season of a woman, too. Like, in some seasons of me being single, it's like, okay, I just want to date. Like, I just want to talk to people and right. see where it goes. And then if right. I don't want to deal with it, all right, peace out. But then... Right. Certain phases of my life is like, I want a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be just dating around. I'm not trying to be, you know, dealing with multiple things going on. I'm already got a lot going on on my own to be entertaining multiple people. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So, like, it just depends. Like, it just depends. Like, I feel like a lot of men feel like every woman that they date is looking for, like, a relationship. Yeah. Like, or every woman who's single is wanting, doesn't want to be single. When in all actuality, that's not true. Like, Sometimes it just depends on what season you catch her in. So yeah. what's single though? Because a lot of times you, you have women who call non-committed males cheaters. Okay, so if my opinion of a cheat uh, a cheater or being single she is off to the distance, uh, like if you've already asked a woman to be exclusive with them and you're dating me mm-hmm. or trying to date me, Courting you're cheating. Me. Okay, well let's well let's let's, let's break this down. So let's start there. Exclusivity. Exclusivity, all right? See, this is the thing. <laughs> this is about to be fucked up. I know. Listen, I'm still a decent person. I love my daughters, okay? Don't look at me different, okay? But listen, let's say I know I want... I'm not comparing women to cars, okay? So just let me finish this, all right? Let's say I get to a dealership and I want this particular car, right? Once I like... <laughs> Fucked up. I'm a fucked up person. Once you sit in the car no, say, I need to and know. you like feel the steering wheel and you feel the leather on your seat and you like get comfortable, but your knee like is hitting the overdrive button on the thing and you like <sighs> fuck. I can't buy this car. Mm. Mm. Sometimes exclusivity is really just an extended trial period where unfortunately we're mm. still mm. have our eye on buying the perfect car. But mm. y'all like, oh shit, we he in the car, he cool, he driving. But he keep hitting the overdrive button with his knee. He going to fuck up his transmission if he buy this car. But that's where open communication <laughs> that's comes That's what I was going like, to say. And that's were you where communicating you're with he, her that this was a test drive? No, because he was in love. This is the thing about our... See, our brains Our brains are so simple. Y'all need to fix selfish. It. That's brain, what it is. You, you, but you know what? We don't <laughs> even think about it until we hit the overdrive and the gear shift to overdrive. We're like, oh, fuck. What the fuck was that? And we're like, oh, shit. Fuck. We can't buy this car. We was all in. 
until that very moment. So there was no need for. Y'all wonder why we crazy? (laughs) You know what? Because you would have got stabbed as soon as you opened the door to get out. As soon as he opened the door, oh, he getting ready to go? I'm pulling out my shank. Is there something? Is there something wrong with dating? You have to get to know a person. Some some people don't don't take off their mask until they for real, for real into mm-hmm. I need to get to know you. So if you do some borderline crazy shit, shit, and I'd be like, oh no, hell no. What if that. we find six streak draws like over a period of like four oh, months? Like chill, clean our ass properly. I didn't know this until <laughs> I got to see your laundry. Now I'm like, oh fuck, you got to make a different decision. I was all in. Until I saw Has this happened Because that's that's very all risk. So it sounds like it's no. I'm just I'm just a fucked up individual. It's never happened to me. But I'm just, I just only think... a booty eating man would say something like that. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh bring it back. Oh, if, if you give a head to that little ass, you ain't doing it. Where do we make this left turn? Okay, I mean, right. I'm like, all right. Let's bring it back. About booty street. If you give a head and you ain't licked the ass, you ain't doing it right. Right. Well, I mean, kind of, because there's one particular point. Shit just we'll got real. DMSD after dark will be right. real. Literally. Literally. That'll be the next episode. Yeah. Um, but for real, though, like, I feel like where you're wrong is, like she said, it's lack of communication. Yeah. Like, I don't, things change, people change. And like he was saying before, like, you know, that's what dating is about. Like, getting to know a person. Is this somebody I want to deal with? Is this something that I want to go to the next level with? Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is, you never know where her mind at. Yeah, she so, might feel you hitting that overdrive. So mm-hmm. it's like, at that point, it's like, just communicate. Because you never so, know. So that's what I meant when I asked the question. I was kind of looking at, like, defining it. Because I think mm-hmm. it came, it kind of comes from something I had saw online a, way back, a, a while back where it was, like, four different levels of, of like, mm-hmm. dating or whatever. Remember, right, we had put it in the, uh, in yeah. the group chat or whatever. Good. and. Okay, cause I can I jump in? Cause, yeah, go ahead. Because you're right. Because can we tell you the, what the truth is? Yeah. Everything is cool, and we all figuring this out until sex happens. Maybe you like kissing her when you when, when both y'all coming to something. At that point, it's over. She want to know what are we? Everything was cool. It's like so, pre fucking after fucking. Everything I, is cool pre fucking. What I just sometimes that happens night one. Sometimes it happens night seventy six. But whenever that happens, she want to know what are we the next day. So and what I just heard from Dev is just make sure y'all a don't come at the same time and don't kiss her and don't kiss her while you coming because it's like that's just like it's too intimate for you is what you're saying. No, right? but I think the yeah. issue with that right, is the fact Dev. that women and men define <laughs> sex differently. <laughs> like women, like for us, it's like okay, if I'm having sex with you, like I'm committed to this situation. Like men, y'all fuck a stripper and go home and sleep next to your wife. Like yes. ain't nothing happening. Like I'm saying to say like communication. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, that is an egregious. Yeah, it's, I don't think that's. that's okay, that's okay, I forgot where I was at. Accusation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. That sounds like something that happens in movies. No, or something. I don't know. But y'all get what I'm saying. Like y'all can genuinely have sex with anyone just because she's fine, just because she got a fat ass, <laughs> just because whatever. Where the woman, it take a little bit more finesse. So it's like at this point, especially if we've been dating. So y'all don't fuck with niggas cause like like that? Yeah. Like they don't mess with dudes just cause they like them. Right, yeah. No, you, you, but you the question was why great, did that once he has sex is now the question of why does it go to the next level? I'm not saying women oh, okay. don't you know what I'm saying? I'm just just trying, to trying to get some D. Okay. They want to get the D, then they get the D. I'm not saying yeah. that. Okay, what I'm well. saying is addressing the question. That's it. Okay. Well, my apologies. No, you're 
Hell, she cleaned that up real good. She yeah. meant what she meant the first time. You got it right. <laughs> She so, said what she said. <laughs> right. She said what she said. So me and Dell were having a conversation on Friday when I stopped up or whatever. And it's just, since we have, again, female point of view on the show, um, is there a dollar amount? And it's, I know it's gonna, I know how it's going to sound when we say it. In fact, in fact how, how did you pose the question? Do you remember how exactly I was posed? I cannot remember right now. It I was something about, when, it's, yeah, it was something along the lines of when you're out with someone, that's the dollar amount that someone oh, spends. On oh, I, okay. Okay, yeah. Because you, you said it way back. What is the dollar amount that guarantees the cheeks? Oh, Lord. What's the dollar amount? <laughs> why, does it, why is this even a question? The dollar amount. It's not a dollar. Maybe if I'm trying to hit it, I'm going to hit it whether you spend $5 oh, or, on Friday, so okay. or $500. I'm not, I'm, not ask, I'm not asking it as like a... a, a to act like, act like you, a you, you are here prostituting think, yourself. Yeah, just think like that, that no. you're supposed to pay money. But I'm, we're trying to figure out because... Like if I, I think go y'all in and mess say with I'm y'all spending 250 with. then I know I'm getting it. Yeah, because I no. feel like y'all mess with who y'all want to mess with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a lot of this stuff is fake anyway. Y'all mm-hmm. really just want to... It could be $5 in a, in a Netflix movie and y'all yeah. be ready to... Like, okay. I'm happy with yeah. Netflix and shit. Mm. If you like it. If, if I like you. Mm-hmm. There's no dollar amount, though, for somebody you don't really like. What is... Okay. No. Because mm. right. sometimes just a good conversation is enough. Yep. For somebody you like. Yeah, mm-hmm. for somebody you yeah. like. Jerry said, so we prostitute. Now, if I'm pretending. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say, ain't that like modern day no, that's, that's what I, I didn't mean it like 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 we trying to buy y'all. It's just like, I guess I, it, it was coming from a place. And you know, sometimes we just be being silly anyway. But it's coming from a place of, of like, yo, if you are out on that, on like the nicest day ever. <laughs> Dropping buku amounts of cash and all that stuff like 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 is it would it ever come into your mind that it's like all right I might fuck this dude tonight? <laughs> she, is so she said all I need is a chipotle bowl with extra chicken. Hey Chris, I heard Chris. that shit. And guam, don't forget the guam. Rocky chips, the large Rock, size, not the small one. Throw that ass in a circle for some guam. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man! So should we should we try to turn it towards? Um, oh, that's funny. Civilization, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll act a little civilized. Come on. All right, we sorry, y'all. We had you know whenever we get females on the show, we like to ask for a female. Opinion, yeah. You know because in the group chat they hate on us all the time. They okay. do. So. They do. We, yeah. we, we feel we we feel attacked. We feel attacked. <laughs> we feel attacked. We, feel yeah. we 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 here are well, at least me. And I hope they support me at least. We are part of the Men Too movement. Yes. Men Lives Matter. Yes. We should all be boycotting Solange's album because she put hands upon Sean Carter, <laughs> a.k.a. Jay-Z, in the elevator. <laughs> and nobody, she served no repercussions for that. Men yes. Too, Men Lives Matter. I'll okay. never let it go. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, all right. I ain't even responding. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? All right, but um, but no. Okay, so let's get to this. Let's get to this. Okay, let's yeah, talk. let's get serious for a little bit. Um. All right, so... This week was it this week or last week? One of these recently. That news. Um, this week, I guess rich white American actors, stars, or whatever. People, just people in people, general. Um, involved in a scandal where they're paying institutions to enroll their children into college or whatever. And I guess it's like Yale, USC. It's some prominent ones involved in this. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not just like. Oberlin to try C or some shit like that. It's like some real. <laughs> it ain't ICC college. <laughs> yeah, ICC college. <laughs> it's the prominent ones. But um, I mean, we can take whatever angle we want to take. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I, I guess it's how how um, 
how do I want to word this? How how important is this topic? Like, how much of an effect do you think this has on us, on, on, on the culture today? None. None. Because that was just another example of people with money mm-hmm. uh, taking advantage of a system that's, that's are, well, number one, already set up for them to win, mm-hmm. number one. And then they just, it irritates them, especially the, the, our, our white brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it irritates them when something still doesn't go in their favor. Like, everything is set up for you to win already, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then after that, you still, like, if your, ca- if your child can't get into the school that, they w- that you want them to get into or something like that, now you go and you pay more than what the fucking tuition is mm-hmm. on top of that. Just to get them into a school. And then when you look at, like, like the Lori Laughlin one, her daughter... Uh, shout out to Jerry. She has said it in the feed uh, in our in our group thing. She was talking about how she didn't seem that smart. That little girl don't seem real smart. She's vlogging about how she don't even want to really go to school. Like how smart are you, or whatever. So it's just to me, it's just it's just it doesn't affect us because we already fighting the system anyway. That that's not set up for us, and it's just them again being upset about something that does not that st- even though it was working for them or set up for them, they still have to try to find a way to get around it. So to me, it is what it is. Privilege. Privilege. I think you made a good point. It's like the fact that now we're calling you out on your white privilege at the end of the day. Like, and I feel like somebody said it best where it's like, you know, we're teaching, we know it's being preached to young black brothers and sisters. You know, you have to work hard and make good grades. You can get into these great universities and, you know, they're setting the standard that that's what you have to do to get in these universities when, in all actuality, that's not necessarily true. Right. And so then the same thing with athletes taking repercussions for, you know, taking money for going to these D1 schools, like, at the end of the day, like, if y'all going to be paying, let let them do the same thing. Let our, let our families get into a better situation, right. you know, off my abilities. Because once you went college as an athlete, you know, you a slave. Not mm. to be, not to say it like that. Hard, hopefully I don't offend anybody, but you are, you know, okay property of that university yeah. until <laughs> you graduate. So, like, if, it, if it's okay for white people to go ahead and pay for people who don't even, like you said, don't even want to go to these universities, why mm-hmm. not let these black athletes gain some type of financial gain from getting into the schools as well? I feel hmm. it. I just, when I look at it, man, our... Black people are such, black people, poor people, whatever, but black people, uh, you know, brown people are at such a disadvantage in this country from elementary school on. Once you get to this point, to the college point, I just, I don't look at it as much as an effect, because I saw some people trying to spin it as an effect on our community. The powers that be, we talked about the wicked brilliance of these fucking ridiculous people in, in, in power. I don't even think they give a fuck whether or not a bulk of us get to college. That has been taken care of. That's been taken care of at Chambers and Caledonia and fucking Nathan Hale elementary schools all over the country. By the time you get to Kirk and Whitney Young and Glenville and Shaw and all that shit, Collinwood, yeah, y'all kind of. <laughs> but once you get to those schools, the plan is already in motion. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I feel like right now, I feel like what they're doing is, like, Cam Newton's daddy was trying to get a certain amount of money from Mississippi State to go Mm. there over Florida. Mm. You're dealing with the elite of the elites. Black people who are going to go to college, 
them the ones that they kind of like, all right, we tried to kill you niggas off. I guess you niggas going to make it through. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? Half you niggas is going to drop out. The ones that get through, good luck in the workforce. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's so many other hurdles beyond just getting fucking admitted into college. Mm-hmm. They, this shit ain't got nothing to do with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, no disrespect. Like, it really ain't got shit to do with, it's not like, all right, this is another thing to hold down the black community. They did that shit when they only give 17 books to a 25-book class in junior high school. They did that shit then. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just look at it as a fucked up, like, white privilege at its finest. Um, and it's white people dealing with some bullshit with white people. It's white people's, it's white people's laws doing some different weird shit that we ain't, we, would, we don't even have the, the niggas paying for Black kids to go to college? That's not even a... Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, not even a like, was that Was that even even thought about in your home growing up? Because I no. know not in mine. I, I never Nobody thought... I, I honestly didn't even think it was my parents' responsibility mm-hmm. to pay for me to go to college. Mm-hmm. That's... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just we was raised differently. Because, but it's yeah, just... we talk about student loans. Our counselors start telling us about student loans mm-hmm. and Stafford loans. I knew more about yeah. FAFSA before... It wasn't even a concept that even if your black ass can go to college, your mom and them ain't paying for you to go. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're going to teach you about FAFSA, nigga. We gonna have, <laughs> right. Let me teach you what a FAFSA looks like. Like, like seriously, like, this, this shit is so set up for us, we don't even, like, they not even, they, didn't, they, got, they got us. We good. Like, we push them niggas over there. Even if them niggas go to college, they in debt. Like, yeah. fuck ain't nobody paying for 500000 <laughs> Ain't nobody paying five hundred thousand dollars for us to go to college. Right. We got to pay them five hundred thousand dollars for the rest of our life when we graduate from yeah. fucking college. Mm-hmm. So. And I feel like in the black household, we should definitely start pushing for more college and being entrepreneurs because honestly, growing up, nobody ever talked about that. Like mm-hmm. nobody ever said. All they said was, "You gonna you gonna get out of here. Mm-hmm. You gonna get a job." Like a job has never a, a job. I know everybody who has a job wish they had a better job. I mean, so I feel like oh, let's start putting into our children's mind, you getting ready to get out this house, yeah, but I'm going to need for you to do this, this, and this mm-hmm. so you can open a business, you can mm-hmm. learn a skill, anything that mm-hmm. you can give get us over this, you know, hurdle that we are as mm-hmm. black people. Mm-hmm. And if we don't uh, push that into our kids' minds, we'll have another generation of the generation that we're in right now. Mm. like. But yeah. what about, too, yeah. like when we when you look at that same point? I think maybe we've touched this on the show before, but I'm not sure how, like you said, we get to a certain age and it's, okay, you got to get out of here, basically. Yeah. It's basically you got to get out of here or you got to get a job. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's our our setup is so differently in our in our black community for some reason, but there are other communities, they don't push their kids mm-hmm. out of home. They don't make you, they, you don't turn 18. I took, like, real shit, I turned 18, like, two days, no, graduation. We walked the stage June 2nd, 1999. The next morning, <laughs> my father kicked the door open like Rambo, like, you ain't going to sit here all summer. <laughs> What's the plan? <laughs> you ain't, nigga, I, could, I couldn't sleep in one time. Uh, you you ain't play Nintendo, nigga, nigga, that's what we have back there. You ain't going to sit here all summer long. You going to go get a job. Mm. And I got my little black ass out the bed, walked to the store to get a paper, to start looking for jobs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I don't think other other racists kind of do that as much like we tell you once you get 18 you got to go or you got to do this and you've got to do that instead of sitting there nurturing stuff i mean like we so quick to put kids out of the home instead of why not all of us be working right kind of doing our own thing bringing all of our money into our home maybe now we're all not struggling if we all do the same thing but we so quick to 
put everybody out the house. I don't know. But it's, it's, yeah, go, go, go. I think it's because of what their parents did. So they're thinking about like, okay, because if you think about the generation of your father's parents, mm. they was all about working. You know, they they was building the country, you know. Yep. So they thinking like, yeah, I'm about to make a man out of them. Like my father made a man out of me. When, you know, us as millennials now, we need to be like, look, I know college is good and all of that. But a business, you know, like we have to actually have the communication of this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to make it. You don't want to be like me. I'm working a job. I hate going here. I hate waking up. Like it. I know it looked like we doing good because we ain't in the hood, but I'm miserable. Like, I want you to have more. So I feel like that is a, uh, you know, conversation that we need to start having. Yeah. Opposed to just being like, get out. you 18. True. True. Mm-hmm. And the concept, the kind of, like you was, the concept of generational, of, of not, well, that ain't really going to build generational wealth, but building some sort too. of wealth, some sort of financial Freedom, like creative ways. We have to understand, I I talk about it damn near every week. We are fighting a battle against some wicked motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. We got to figure out creative ways to build ourselves up, our communities up, our situation up. Maybe keeping keeping your kid in the house when they graduate from college, I mean from high school, and trying to combine the incomes and, and build up and have some sort of financial breathing room you know what i'm saying like think about how much over over them years that you know when they come into this world and they're going they're going through with it even from you know grade school on up build them a nest egg Mm -hmm. give them something to you know to 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 push them along or give them that Mm -hmm. incentive Mm -hmm. we don't even allow them to focus on trying to be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. following their dream how much better will we be if say you turned 18 or whatever said you did school or you didn't whatever but you wasn't pushed you know, as fast out of your parents' house or whatever. So you were able to sit there and save more money, get your credit together, because they probably didn't have fucked up your credit at somewhere along the line or whatever, because you had a light bill in your name. Uh, but, you know, get your credit together. You know, just, you know, do different things. And then when you're ready to step out at, say, 25 or something like that, so you got money saved on your own. Maybe you're probably you're already done with college if you didn't leave and go away or something like that. And your credit is probably A1 because you ain't been out there making bills and doing all the crazy stuff that you have to do to get by. So then you get ready to leave at 25. You're in a better spot. So if, I'm a, if I want to go buy a house now, if I got a good job or anything like that, guess what? I'm getting a better loan. I'm getting better things, you know, stuff like better interest rates. It's like we would be in a better spot if we did stuff like that. And then right. our parents wouldn't even be struggling that much because we're still at home and we're combining stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that do sound good. But first, you got to have parents. And then you got to have parents that actually uh, are woke enough to know that everybody should be contributing and not drunk or high. Well, so that's a problem. That's that's the problem. Unfortunate truth. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I think, you know, now in this generation, we, I hope that those changes do happen as far as the mindset shift for sure. Like, cause you got to think about it. That's a lot of pressure on an 18 year old person. Like I don't even remember who my 18 year old self was. And you asking me to make decisions to that's going to, alter my entire life you know what i'm saying so i feel like you know that foundation is definitely necessary as far as moving forward but i also think it's important that we start introducing you know some sort of mentorship or some sort of like programs to try and really educate people on that because you got to think about it you're going to school for 18 years learning on how to go to college, not learning about the other alternative options that's available, mm-hmm. not learning about different types of programs, not learning that there's other ways to make money. So I feel like, you know, at that point, 
you know, you have to introduce those things. But I think also it's a fear for parents who are like, I don't want my kid to be a bum and basically mm-hmm. end up being 30, sitting on my couch with no plan and no direction. So I definitely think mm-hmm. introducing those programs to really show them that there's other options instead of forcing them to go to college and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on something that they're probably not going to use or when they get a job, it's not going to be enough to pay back your loans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Does, yeah. Does yeah. anyone in here have a, any like teenage kids? Mm-mm. I'm on the precipice. Should be mm-hmm. 13 this year. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm asking is because, and I say this especially, it needs to be in the inner city. Are there any programs for credit? Are they got any classes in school <laughs> teaching you how we to? We need that. You know, we do. how to handle credit and you know finances and, and things like that because that's what they really need. Yeah. yeah, I had a really intense conversation with a client of mine um, who was really passionate about why the black church doesn't introduce these types of programs into the oh. community. No, the, uh, you want the answer? I mean, I know, I kind of know the answer. The black church is for profit. Uh, they yeah. are for profit. And then my thing is there's a church on every corner. Mm. And when something goes wrong, there's no hardship loans Nothing. for families. Nothing. There's no All the building funds. The building ain't been built up in, two, in 25 Yeah, so years. I feel like, again, it's a community issue. It's not, I feel like it takes a village. So at the end of the day, if you want to see change in one household, obviously parents is an important part. But you need to have outside support as well. I got to say this. Like, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood. My kids live in, go to a predominantly white school. And um, I once went to a church. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm not about to drive an hour to Cleveland to go to church. I'm going to visit a church here. I go in this church, you know, they singing, they doing everything. Not one time did they pass around an offering tray. Mm. Uh, you know, I had my little $5 ready. She had it in single, I'm too. Door for you. I'm, I'm, door I'm, for y'all. I'm like, so I asked the lady, because now services is ending, and I asked her, like, next to me, like, did I miss the tray? She's like, what tray, honey? You know, and it's because, white, you know, the white people, they pay their tithes and things like that. But that tray go around at the church in the Two, black. Two, three times. Six times before they stop singing the first, the first, the introduction. Mm-hmm. Get, get the tray to the other side. That's mm-hmm. all you hear all day. Mm-hmm. We, we going to ask everybody at this time. You know, so I really feel like, you know, they mm. definitely should be doing some classes like, you know, resume help and everything because us as black people, the first person we look to is God. Mm. So the closest thing to God to us is the church, the pastor. Mm. You know, we need for you to enlighten us on things and as in our lives as far as finances, parents, and all of that. And y'all not even giving it to us. Like, mm. y'all just taking the money. And leaving. Yeah. He'll get back to you when he finished shooting the scene for uh, Sweet Sixteen for his daughter. Is my Sweet Sixteen. But anyway, that was a shot. <laughs> yeah, that was a shot. That was that was, that was a Steph Curry it's shot, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I, I want to say I, 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 I want to say this around more people and to more people. Hopefully, even if they don't agree with me, hopefully it's sticking their brains. One thing we got to understand too is that we are the sacrificial. We are part of probably two or three sacrificial generations we have to do you was talking about parents we have to be parents raise our kids we're going to be dead and gone before the fruits of our labor are seen no. it's true and we got to be okay with that it's no difference in um than uh you know what was going down in the, in the 40s and 50s yeah. and 60s when with all the civil rights stuff or whatever the they fact we sit here they, they died yeah. 
mm-hmm. not even seeing everything get to the end of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't get to see, yeah. no matter what you said about about Barack, but they didn't get to see Barack be a president and things like that. Right. They died mm-hmm. before all the fruits of their labor actually came together. And, and like you say, it's going to be the same thing with us and the people that come up behind us. And we still need a, 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 a black president with an American-born black male as his father, but I'm not going to go there right now. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> I don't know. What else well, you got? Just, just go back to sleep, everybody. <laughs> but I had had a, a thought born when we talked about you know the whole paying for college type of situation. Do y'all find it ironic, mm-hmm. and I that heroin and the epidemic of heroin heroin, heroin was heroin. not a, yeah was not an issue <laughs> until it started affecting the white community. Oh, we know okay. that. I, so yeah, you you right. Let's talk about let's let's be real. Let's um, be real about this. Heroin. Listen, white people heroin. don't fuck with us. Okay, can we just? Be, they don't. This whole concept, like we get. Online, you'll see about oh, up here go another one. What, what just happened? Somebody else just got oh, it was Elvis Presley's video about Priscilla Presley. He was mm-hmm. fucking her when she was fourteen. Uh, they don't give a fuck. You think they gonna retroactively? Yeah. They don't fuck with us, man. They don't fuck with us. But you, 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 you right. Like you know, it's funny that you say that because I find myself getting very frustrated with black people at times. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is why y'all acting like they've been fucking with us or something. They ain't been fucking with us forever. Why y'all getting mad? And let, I can't believe they doing this and doing what? You can't believe you can't it. Believe it. What are you talking about? Did you did you just come to Earth? Did you go to Caledonia with me, nigga? Our <laughs> books was ripped up to shreds. They ain't been fucking with me since I was six. Nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You ever been on the East Cleveland City School school bus, nigga? Man, There's I, cigarette holes in the seat. Another chocolate milk. You ain't here at Mr. Tober. Mr. Tober used to be gone every payday Friday because he snorted cocaine. And he teach social studies in Shaw forever. <laughs> Everybody knew Mr. Tober snorted cocaine. It was common knowledge. Dude. <laughs> Come on. You think they wouldn't fire a white teacher at Stowe High School if he was snorting cocaine and it was known? Right. Let a cokehead teach us social studies, bro. Right. Come on, man. Come on, now. They ain't been fucking with us for a long time, bro. Dude. <laughs> Come on, now. Let's keep it up. Real talk. I mean, real talk. Do y'all ever think it'll be a point where we could have the conversation? Do you think racism racism will ever come to an end? Yeah, if we had our own we, we community. Give we us our own it. continent. Two, 200, 300 years from now, probably. Yeah. Go to Wakanda. I don't know. I think once all this yeah, book, we got to understand, like, we, we, I think this Trump shit, we done went on a whole other level. I know. But I think with this, this, this Trump shit and all this crazy shit is at a head. We have a generation, shout out to my pops, I love him to death. Um, My mother, I don't want anything to happen to them. What I'm saying is, like, they, you know, my parents, when we sit at the, at the dining room table at, at Thanksgiving, they talk about how they used to have to piss in black-only bathrooms. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, they're 70, 69 and 70. Right. Yep. We're coming to a point where, like, these people who implemented shit and lived, literally lived through this bullshit, they're about to start dying off. Mm-hmm. 20, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people are going to be gone. That's when they're going to say it never happened. And they're going to try to say it never happened. But you also don't have living, breathing people who tacked up 
color only bathroom signs. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of hard to penetrate people in Congress when some of them niggas used to piss in white only bathrooms. Yeah. Like I, I fuck with Bernie Sanders, but you used to piss in white only bathrooms. Shut the fuck up talking to me. Like yeah. you, you, know, you, that's a good yeah, point. That's you didn't piss in, in a color only bathroom. Yeah. When you had the choice, goddamn, right. like don't you know what I mean? Like it's gonna come to a point when we're elders where. I remember going. What I'm saying, is I remember going to college, and my father couldn't. I, I realized, like, I realized the, the 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 difference. I would have friends that, like, you know, they didn't understand. We used to watch BT Uncut shit like that in the lobby or whatever, and we had to explain to them what twerking was and all that kind of shit and why we had on do rags and waves. They didn't get it, but it wasn't just like my father would be like, "Oh shit!" Like he would. I'm like, they just want to know. They just don't know. Right. It wasn't like vitriol. It wasn't like they was like. You, this thing, every so every show is six thirty. <laughs> this thing's phone goes off. Excuse me. Six thirty. It must be six thirty. No real talk. It went, off, it went off yesterday when we were here at six thirty. What you do at six thirty? It's my job. Take, it's time for him to take his birth control. <laughs> God damn it! What pill? Matter of fact, what my pill at? I swear to God, I used to take my birth control at six thirty oh, every day. Whoa. I got that same. Where was you at? And then y'all got here got right at the same end. She gave away my seat. I told him it was job all this time. God damn it. This male, this male, uh, oh nigga, I don't know. This male birth control? Talk to me about that. It's, you know it's probably hey, coming. It's coming. I don't know. It's overdose. coming. He said he gonna overdose on it. <laughs> I'm trying to overdose on it. <laughs> overdose is skeet. You hear no. no. But didn't you say that? Uh, nah, I'm not gonna put words in your mouth. That'd be wrong. I, I was about to say something. But I think I don't know if you said that or if you was. So I leave it alone. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. But, uh, but we get I, it. I don't remember where I was at, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever I was saying, I agree with. I put the fuck I was saying. But uh, you going something else, man? I don't know. Uh, anybody else got something else on, on, on their mind? We just a little bit over an hour. We got, um, got a little bit longer, and then uh, I got a I got a question. I, I'm not gonna get into the. I don't want to get into the deep. Well, this is gonna be deep. What 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 did I say? Okay, I got a question. What we talked about a little bit a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Candace Caprice. We talked about it. Her she was in the feed earlier. Mm-hmm. Shout feed. out to Candace. Um, what is a soulmate, mm-hmm. and are you meant to be with your soulmate? So, um, me, myself, I practice chakra. Um, Camille definitely practices chakra. I have chakra around my neck. That's what's up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe in the energies of people. Mm -hmm. So, I believe that if I ask the universe to bring me my soulmate, he's going to bring him here when it's time. So, I mean, I also believe God made a man from the dirt for me. and And when I start to... Be more like him, he's going to send him to me. Amen. So I'm tr- hoping both of them work together. Pass around the collection plate. Yeah, we need a red Yeah, 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 yeah. We need a new. We need a new door handle. Yeah. You know what but I'm no, I but I agree. I feel, I feel but I also believe that the word soulmate it can manifest in different ways. Like for example, like obviously in most terms, it's about you know, a heterosexual relationship. I'm trying to find my soulmate as a partner, as a man. But I feel like soulmates, A, I feel like you can have multiple soulmates because you think about how many people are on this earth. I agree. Right? I do believe that, you know, you only need one. 
as far as on that level, but soulmates can also manifest in friends and friendships. Yeah. Like sometimes you connect with people on different levels and that is what your soul recognizes. Cause that's basically what a soulmate is your soul recognizing its counterpart. So at that point, obviously I feel like there's an alpha. Maybe I shouldn't even say alpha, but I don't know what the best term is. There's one that's prominently for you, but I don't feel as if say, for example, you find your soulmate and it didn't work out because of worldly things. Mm-hmm. that there might not be somebody else out there for you. That just mm-hmm. might be your soulmate in that moment yeah. and for that season. Basically so, saying that you so, don't need to have to be with yeah, your Yeah, like you can have a soulmate. lifetime soulmate, that person you're supposed to be with for the rest of your life, but sometimes you can have a soulmate who literally yeah. comes to you for this season to prepare you for that person. So I feel like you I, just have to be... I believe in that, yeah. You have to be open to that mind space. I feel like mm. a lot of people, you know, get wrapped Stop up in it. that time. Stop it. I, I see with so. her being here and Dev being like usually Dev is shooting, usually, usually Dev is doing these little subliminals. Yeah, subliminals, yeah. 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 So now since she here, you just shooting it right, right at her. Somebody but no, be but an I, asshole. I, I'm usually not this big of an asshole. But I, I am all the time. But um uh, but no, I, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily so but I do believe that sometimes people do come into your life just for like you said, for that season or something. It, it's just you were supposed to learn something for something like that's even how I approach relationships nowadays. I'm looking like I feel like, listen what I'm saying. Stop, <laughs> stop it, stop it. You better stop it. Right now, what I'm saying What I say, what I say is this. I feel like I, I feel like I was, I was supposed to learn what I've learned from all of my past relationships. Yeah, I got you. And I, so I tell her a lot that I hope that she's getting the best version of me because of what I've learned. Yes. From my past stuff. Nigga, oh, BJ got the. He oh, that was smooth. No, that was smooth. That's true. Like, that's what it's for. That's exactly what it's for. Yeah, because we all are. This is my philosophy on people, right? Everybody is fucked up. I don't yes. care if you white, mm-hmm. if you black, mm-hmm. if you male or female. Everybody got stuff that they're carrying with them from their childhood that's blocking you from being your best self and being your best self for your soulmate. So sometimes, again, God introduces people to you to, A, help you recognize things about yourself, or, B, help to teach you something about how you can treat people better. So when you do get with that person or get with the people that you're supposed to have that long lifetime connection with, that you are the best version of yourself for that person. So you don't fuck it up because people, even though mm-hmm. we're souls, we still are people. So mm-hmm. people walk away from you just because you're not ready for that interaction. We had a little bit of a conversation last week. <laughs> I'm about to stop all them snaps. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of conversation last week. They were talking about birds of a feather flock together and all that kind of shit, right? Because you can have friends that ain't shit as males. You know what I mean? Right. And then your girl don't want you to hang out with them and shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Mm-hmm. What if, Camille... Your best friend that is a male slur is your soulmate. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's your man. friend's soulmate. So y'all just was meant to be friends. It ain't your fault he be fucking all these females. Okay. Well, okay. So my point is this. <laughs> she be staring daggers. All right. No, 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 no. Because actually me and Jasmine are really good examples of this, right? Whoa, whoa. Yes, let me explain. Let me explain. Are. Let me explain. <laughs> we are perfect. And that's why I feel like our chemistry works. It's because me and Jasmine are really, really close, but we are con- two completely opposite people, mm. yep. right? Mm-hmm. And so from if I was dating somebody, right, and they met Jasmine, they'd be like, I don't fuck with her. Exactly. And Jasmine going to tell you, well, I don't care because I'm not going anywhere, right? Mm. And so for a man, he might be like, oh, I don't like her. You can't kick it with her. But just because I'm with her doesn't mean I'm her. I'm still my own person, my own woman. You know what? I don't I necessarily have to be my friends. Like, it's certain stuff that Jasmine will come on and say, like, 
I don't want to put you out there. But there's certain stuff that she says about men and sexual things that, like, makes my skin crawl. Like, I be like, Jasmine, like, calm down, right? Shut your mouth, shut your mouth. Right? But, but, right, but, like, right, she's, she, you know what I'm saying? So, but it still doesn't mean that I'm going to be doing it just because she says it. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's, that's where trust comes in at, though. Like, Another at the end of the day, is, it doesn't matter. Like, we have a, we have a, like, okay. We have, like, a circle of friends, right? We all come from di- different backgrounds, but we all, I mean, me and Camille's been friends since we were riding, like, school bikes. I don't even think that we were in the Scooty bikes? Y'all bought them from, from Ray J back then? Uh, like, remember, you remember yeah, when yeah. we were over the Ray J on Austin? Bikes? Yeah. You think okay. I don't remember? Okay. So. <laughs> I thought Ray J just came out with them. I'm saying, like, you know, like, the ones that don't have the wheels on them yet. Like, you're a baby and you're the just scooters. learning. Oh, that's it. Okay. So, you know, it's a lot of us and we all are very, very different. And I was the friend with the man for a long time. Like, eight-year relationship. I got into a relationship mm. when I was, like, 14 all the way up into 24. And they would, he would be like, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. She could stay. I don't like that one. He didn't want me around them. Da, da, da. You know, the, they bad influence. All they do is drinking club and da, da, da. Not knowing I was the worst of the friend. But I was the bad influence. I was the improper influence. But more so, like, I don't believe in you telling your person you cannot hang with this person because of that. Because you should be able to trust that person. Mm -hmm. Like, so if we we in a relationship, we in tune with each other, I know exactly what you will and won't do. Mm -hmm. And if I don't feel like I know exactly what my man will and won't do, that's not my man. That's somebody else's man. And I feel like, too, that just Mm -hmm. adds so much more pressure to the situation. Like, if I, say, for example, even with from a male's perspective, y'all can think about this, too. Like, if Jasmine has been in my life my entire life right and you're coming in two years three years into my life and telling me i don't like her you can't hang with her like that's a level of pressure like this is a person i've been with and messing around with since we were kids like that's a level of okay so basically you want to change a core part of me and the people that i hang around with like so what and that core part of you has helped make you into you yeah you be the person that that person is attracted to anyway like i don't I don't get how somebody could try to tell somebody who they should or they should not hang out with. Of course, you're going to tell somebody if you don't like someone. Yeah. But I, I don't believe in being like, okay, but you can't hang with that person. Part yeah. of it is y'all been dealing with um, what they call it nowadays fuckboys. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I rock with these two dudes so heavy is because, you know, we ain't getting to specifics. But, you know, it's, it's, it's friends some of us may or may not have had for a long period of time that may or may not have rubbed other people the wrong way. But when you're dealing with stand-up dudes, you know what I'm saying, they will – Understand the fact that if you've been friends with a nigga for 20 years, 25 years, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna wake up one day and be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You know, Fuck Charles, you, you, nigga. You know what I'm the girl don't like you. <laughs> you'll think adjust, you're nasty. <laughs> you'll adjust your life. You'll adjust what you do. You'll respect shit based on the information. But a real man should understand that his woman got friends that preceded him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, ain't shit you can do about that. Mm-hmm. You need to Deal listen, man, fellas. You need your girl to get out and let her hair down. Sometimes mm-hmm. she gonna probably twerk too hard on a nigga <laughs> somewhere at some point in time, man. But you know what? <laughs> Through all the bullshit, being Punta Cana in the thong, exactly in a yellow one. Mm-hmm. What? So, yeah, with, with, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to stand up for my nigga yeah. earlier today, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> but um, but no. Like, it, it is hard for men to understand because of our ego. But once we get through all the bullshit and we start realizing what 
it takes us a long time as men to 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 put our our love and our feelings for a woman in its proper place. Like sometimes our love will boil over into our our feelings, our emotions, our ego, our anger, our testosterone. We don't know how we got to like sift that shit out. You know what I'm saying? And like put it in its proper place. But once we do, we realize the key is no matter what you do, she coming back to the crib. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter what she do. Whoever she fu- I don't give a fuck if she went to Daytona and fucked up and blacked out, okay? Guess who she gonna fuck last? And you niggas gotta understand that. Devin, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't believe you. The full name. You mean to tell me if you your girl go on vacation go, and out here acting a stone-cold fool, she didn't have sex with another man. You okay with that as long as she come back to you. Can we just appreciate the fact that now I, we, threw, I threw the perfect line out into the water and hey. Camille bit it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Meanwhile, Jasmine's they, just they, cutting her ass. Yeah. She's like, nigga, you lying. They failed to back him. I don't believe it. Yeah. Go, ahead, believe go ahead. No, I'm no. And is this a situation where she comes home and tell you? No. No. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, I mean, look, man. Look. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about what we know. I'm talking about what we don't know. Look, this is the realization. Mm -hmm. And see, this is why the majority of people have problems with dealing with real life. It's going to be situations where people are going to fuck up. Mm -hmm. It's just going to happen. Once you you can get out out of that, once you can get yourself... Your mindset to being like, look, it's a possibility. You know, my girl may step out today and fuck with somebody. You don't know. She may, or she going to here or there. She may fuck with somebody. That's a possibility. Just like it's a possibility when you step out, you may fuck. With you don't want to think about you it, but it is a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. What's your, so my question what's, is, what if you find out? That, that it go on into but, Instagram but listen, land. This, this something happens. Is, is that, that? Do you keep that same energy? The Just don't let me lie, find out. The, the biggest lie on earth is what's done in the dark comes to light. You know how many females in my past will go to their grave thinking Absolutely. I was a good nigga and we just broke up because it didn't work out. Everything in the dark don't come to light. Okay, it don't. Sometimes what she did in the dark stayed in the dark. You yeah, don't absolutely. What I'm not ta- see. What I'm not saying. I'm I got not a saying, lot of darkness. I'm not saying you. She come back. She break down. You done watch the video of her getting the shit fucked out of her. Of course, oh, no. you can't deal with that. You pack your shit up and you leave. I'm talking about us as men being able to put our emotions in its proper place and being able to like put on the correct blinders. Like whenever she goes, she going to have fun. She come back home. When she come back home, we live our life and put that shit in this proper perspective. Because what y'all might not know is when we young and dumb, no matter what y'all do, our mind who she fucking? Who the fuck she at work? Who she fucking at work? We don't know how to deal with that shit. Cause we in love with a woman. And you she, we don't know what the fuck she doing when she, when she out of our presence. You when know I saying? was with my baby father, we couldn't even go to Applebee's. We be at the table, and the waiter come over. He be like, you looking at my girl? Let's go. Oh, hell no. Like, baby, what? I'm just trying to order food here. <laughs> so there are very, very controlling men and very, you know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like as, you know, like I said, if you're in tune with your person, they can go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. For a month, you know and you gon' you gonna be like, "That's my guy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's my guy. I know what he's not gonna do. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, I'm never gonna, never gonna hear about it. Mm-hmm. Never gonna notice of any type." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want Jasmine. You a good one. So I'm gonna say, most women not gonna keep that energy. I'm telling you, no. they will because they will because everything is done in the dark. Don't come to the light. Yeah. What you mean? Listen, what you mean, good. Camille? The biggest lie well, in the world. First of all, women are nosy. Okay. 
I ain't gonna she, say I ain't gonna be spying and on my on my friends' Instagrams women are, and going through stuff and going through this. your email, but I'm saying like I'm pretending to trust you. I'm gonna talk about this, this from a long, long time ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, saying, we about to get, go go ahead make this point because we got we got to be wrapping. Women are process. also good teammates, so listen, you're not always gonna find bullshit. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. at some point, all I'm saying is a man. At some point, you just got to be like, all right, she going on vacation. I see when you get back. You know what I mean? You got to put your investigative goggles in the drawer. You got to just watch TV. It's about to be March Madness. Watch the selection show tonight. Fill out your bracket. She'll be back on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Just chill out. And you and you know what the chill word, out. You know what the word for that is? Occupy your time. Mm. I was about to say, thank you for admitting that men have investigation goggles like women. Oh, we y'all swerving oh, yeah. down that y'all don't. No, I, so I'm I, happy that we have that yeah, on no, recording. That we done now at our well, we, at our age. We a little older, but when we younger, <laughs> we be diving through everything. What the fuck going on? All right. Great conversation today. We want to thank y'all for being here with us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Camille and Jasmine, thank you very much for uh, for pulling up and sitting down with us, putting up with our uh, our craziness for a little bit. Shout out to everybody that's in the room right now. Um, we still got more stuff to talk about and everything once we once these you know microphones go off in a, in a couple minutes. But uh, y'all can give y'all social media if y'all you know give it out how people can reach y'all if they want to follow y'all. Yeah, up. You can follow me on my business page, All Trace James. That's on everything. Um, if you want really good business advice, marketing tips, um, how to monetize your brand, create new streams of revenue, I go live three times a week. So and we also do website services as well. Okay. You can follow me at Legally Jazz, Legally underscore Jazz on Instagram. That's that's about it. All right. <laughs> so thank y'all once again for uh for sitting down with us this week. Playboy, go ahead and give them all your shits. Yeah, man. <clears throat> At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D-A-D-J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James 3. You can find me under Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They know you. And um, that's what's up, man. Great show, y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. Dev, go ahead. It's Big Dev. I know I say some crazy stuff, but I still love y'all. <laughs> everybody in this room, everybody listening, I really do. Um, but if you don't love me back at school, my mama do, man. Real big dev 216 everywhere. 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 All right. Thank y'all for tuning in again this week. We'll be back next Sunday, 5 o'clock, with another live episode oh of God. the uh, DMST podcast. Um, uh, remember to follow us on SoundCloud, on um, Apple Podcasts, um, the Stitcher app, the TuneIn Radio app. Remember to email us, DMST16 at yahoo.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, Anything of that nature, that's how you can reach us. Follow us on our social media. You know how to get us there. Also, DMST Boys on all social media, and that is B-O-Y-Z. DMSTBoys.com has been updated, so the website is back up and running. You get our latest information there also as well. Uh, So, again, we'll be back next Sunday. Thank you all for tuning in this week. Um, I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. (laughs) We out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.